0: part two of chapter eighty six of the adventures of peregrine pickle volume two by tobias smollett this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by martin geesson chapter eighty six part two the hope of seeing and conversing with emilia and perhaps of being reconciled to her after having suffered so much and so long from her displeasure raised a tumult of ideas in his breast and produced a strange inquietude of joy and perturbation gauntlet having stayed with him a few days and signified the time appointed for his spousals took his leave in order to prepare for the occasion while peregrine with his friend hatchway made a tour among his acquaintance in the country with a view of sounding their inclinations touching a project which he had lately conceived of offering himself as a candidate for a certain borough in the neighbourhood at the ensuing election for members of parliament this scheme which was suggested to him by one of his quality patrons would have succeeded according to his wish had the election taken place immediately but before that happened his interest was overbalanced by some small accidents that will be recorded in the sequel in the meantime he repaired to windsor on the eve of his friend's marriage and understood from Godfrey that it was with the utmost difficulty that he and Sophie could prevail upon his sister to be present at the wedding, when she was informed that her lover was invited, and that her consent had not been obtained until they had promised, on the part of Peregrine, that he should not renew the old topic, nor even speak to her in the style of a former acquaintance our young gentleman was nettled at this preliminary to which however he said he would adhere and so well did he think himself fortified with pride and resentment that he resolved to behave towards her with such indifference as would he hoped mortify her vanity and thereby punish her for the implacability of her disposition armed with these sentiments he was next day introduced by godfrey to the bride who received him with her usual sweetness of temper and affability and emilia being present he saluted her with a distant bow which she acknowledged with a cold curtsey and an aspect of ice though this deportment confirmed his displeasure her beauty undermined his resolution he thought her charms were infinitely improved since their last parting and a thousand fond images recurring to his imagination he felt his whole soul dissolving into tenderness and love in order to banish those dangerous ideas he endeavoured to enter into a gay conversation with Sophie on the subject of the approaching ceremony but his tongue performed its office awkwardly his eyes were attracted towards emilia as if they had been subject to the power of fascination In spite of all his efforts a deep sigh escaped from his bosom and his whole appearance indicated anxiety and confusion the bridegroom perceiving his condition abridged the visit and having conducted his companion to his own lodgings expressed his concern at having been the innocent occasion of his uneasiness by exposing him to the sight of emilia which he perceived had given him pain peregrine who had by this time recollected the dictates of his pride assured him that he was very much mistaken in the cause of his disorder which was no other than a sudden qualm to which he had been for some time subject and to show him how philosophically he could bear the disdain of emilia which with all deference to her conduct he could not help thinking a little too severe he desired as the bridegroom had made preparation for a private ball in the evening that he would provide him with an agreeable partner in which case he would exhibit undoubted proofs of the tranquillity of his heart i was in hopes answered godfrey of being able with the assistance of Sophie to make up matters between you and my sister and for that reason kept her unengaged to any other gentleman for the night but since she was so peevishly obstinate i shall take care to accommodate you with a very handsome young lady whose partner will not be sorry to exchange her for emilia the thoughts of having an opportunity to coquette with another woman under the eye of this implacable mistress supported his spirit during the ceremony which put gauntlet in possession of his heart's desire and by means of this cordial he found himself so undisturbed at dinner though he sat opposite to his fair enemy that he was able to pass some occasional jokes upon the new married couple with some appearance of mirth and good humour nor did emily any otherwise seem affected by his presence than by accepting him from the participation of those genial regards which she distributed to the rest of the company this easiness of behaviour on her side reinforced his resolution by giving him pretence to call her sensibility in question for he could not conceive how any woman of acute feelings could sit unmoved in presence of a man with whom she had such recent and intimate connection not considering that she had much more reason to condemn his affectation of unconcern and that her external deportment might like his own be an effort of pride and resentment this contest in point of dissimulation continued till night when the company was paired for dancing and peregrine began the ball by walking a minuet with the bride then he took out the young lady to whom he was recommended by gauntlet being very well pleased to see that her person was such as might have inspired even emily herself with jealousy though at the same time he perceived his mistress coupled with a gay young officer whom with all due deference to his own qualifications he considered as no despicable rival however he himself first began hostilities by becoming all of a sudden particular with his partner whom he forthwith assailed with flattering compliments that soon introduced the subject of love upon which he expatiated with great art and elocution using not only the faculty of speech but also the language of the eyes in which he was a perfect connoisseur this behaviour soon manifested itself to the whole assembly the greatest part of whom believed that he was, in good earnest, captivated by the charms of his partner, while Emilia, penetrating into his design, turned his own artillery upon himself by seeming to listen with pleasure to the addresses of his rival, who was no novice in the art of making love she even affected uncommon vivacity and giggled aloud at every whisper which he conveyed into her ear insomuch that she in her turn afforded speculation to the company who imagined the young soldier had made a conquest of the bridegroom's sister pickle himself began to cherish the same opinion which gradually invaded his good-humour and at length filled his bosom with rage he strove to suppress his indignation and called every consideration of vanity and revenge to his aid he endeavoured to wean his eyes from the fatal object that disturbed him but they would not obey his direction and command he wished himself deprived of all sensation when he heard her laugh and saw her smile upon the officer and in the course of country dancing when he was obliged to join hands with her the touch thrilled through all his nerves and kindled a flame within him which he could not contain in a word his endeavours to conceal the situation of his thoughts were so violent that his constitution could not endure the shock. The sweat ran down his forehead in a stream, the colour vanished from his cheeks, his knees began to totter, and his eyesight to fail, so that he must have fallen at his full length upon the floor, had not he retired very abruptly into another room, where he threw himself upon a couch and fainted in this condition he was found by his friend who seeing him withdraw with such symptoms of disorder followed him thither and when he recovered the use of his faculties pressed him to make use of a bed in that house rather than expose himself in the night air by going home to his own lodgings but not being able to prevail upon him to accept the offer he wrapped him up in a cloak and conducting him to the inn where he lodged helped him to undress and go to bed where he was immediately seized with a violent fit of the ague godfrey behaved with great tenderness and would have actually bore him company all night notwithstanding the circumstances of his own situation had not his friend insisted upon his returning to the company and making his apology to his partner for his sudden departure this was a step absolutely necessary towards maintaining the quiet of the assembly which he found in great consternation occasioned by his absence for some of the ladies seeing the bridegroom follow the stranger in his retreat the meaning of which they did not comprehend began to be afraid of a quarrel emilia upon pretence of that supposition was so much alarmed that she could not stand and was fain to have recourse to a smelling-bottle the bride who understood the whole mystery was the only person that acted with deliberation and composure she imputed emilia's disorder to the right cause which was no other than concern for the condition of her lover and assured the ladies there was nothing extraordinary in mr pickle's going off he being subject to fainting fits by which he was often overtaken without any previous notice the arrival of gauntlet confirmed the truth of this declaration he made an apology to the company in the name of his friend who he told them was suddenly taken ill and they returned to their diversion of dancing with this variation. Emilia was so disordered and fatigued that she begged to be excused from continuing the exercise, and Peregrine's partner, being disengaged, was paired with the young officer for whom she was originally designed meanwhile the bride withdrew into another apartment with her sister and expostulated with her upon her cruelty to mr pickle assuring her from godfrey's information that he had undergone a severe fit on her account which in all likelihood would have a dangerous effect upon his constitution though emily was inflexible in her answers to the kind remonstrances of the gentle Sophie, her heart melting with the impressions of pity and love and finding herself unable to perform the duty of her function in putting the bride to bed she retired to her own chamber and in secret sympathized with the distemper of her lover in the morning as early as decency would permit him to leave the arms of his dear wife captain gauntlet made a visit to peregrine who had passed a very tedious and uneasy night having been subject to short intervals of delirium during which pipes had found it very difficult to keep him fast belayed he owned indeed to godfrey that his imagination had been haunted by the ideas of emilia and her officer which tormented him to an unspeakable degree of anguish and distraction and that he would rather suffer death than a repetition of such excruciating reflections he was however comforted by his friend who assured him that his sister's inclinations would in time prevail over all the endeavours of resentment and pride illustrating this asseveration by an account of the manner in which she was affected by the knowledge of his disorder and advising him to implore the mediation of sophie in a letter which she should communicate to emilia This was an opportunity which our hero thought too favourable to be neglected. Calling for paper, he sat up in his bed, and in the first transports of his emotion, wrote the following petition to Godfrey's amiable wife. End of part two of chapter eighty six.